Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. our minds. We need to focus our minds on eternity. You see, before a person actually comes to know Jesus Christ, and therefore he sends his Holy Spirit to make them alive, before that happens, the only thing you have to go by is what you want or what you think's best, what works best for you. That's all you have. There's, There's not a whole lot of options, really. You just do the best you can. But when he puts his own spirit inside you, that changes everything. Before you come to know Jesus, the only way to discern the right way is by your judgment. You don't have a lot to go on. Thankfully, as Pastor Robert teaches today, when you accept Christ as your Savior, you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Now you have a teacher, a guide, and a better understanding of the correct way. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. He rose from the tomb. He's alive. It's possible to follow him today. I began doing that 29 years ago or no, 30 years ago to the best of my ability, just following him. And when you do that, that choice is a choice to die to the kind of life in which self-interest reigns supreme. In other words, it's not all about me anymore. If I'm going to follow him, it can't be all about me. But the thing that's interesting about this and the thing that we need to see is part of what he's telling us here is is that we need to fix our minds. We need to focus our minds on eternity. You see, before a person actually comes to know Jesus Christ, and therefore he sends his Holy Spirit to make them alive, before that happens, the only thing you have to go by is what you want or what you think's best, what works best for you. That's all you have. There's there's not a whole lot of options, really. You just do the best you can. But when he puts his own spirit inside you, That changes everything. Now God himself is there speaking, teaching, transforming from the inside. And so now it's possible to to look beyond, you know, before you have a relationship with God. The focus is really between here and the grave. But what he offers is a bigger focus than that. It's not that you shift your focus completely away. You don't think about the here and now at all. You don't think about this earthly existence at all, and you only think about heaven. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is think about more than just right now. 
You're going to live forever. You need to be thinking about forever. You're going to be there a lot longer than you're going to be here. Why are you going to limit your focus to the next 70 or 80 years? Why are you going to limit your focus to this little brief period that we have when a thousand years from now, you're still going to be here? A thousand years from now, you're going to be alive and and dealing with stuff. No, no, no. He says we need to be looking beyond the here and now, looking at more and letting God lead us into those things about which we know very little. He says, when Christ who is our life appears, going back to Colossians chapter three, when Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death. In other words, sacrifice your members which are on the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off, sacrifice all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language. Don't lie to one another since you've put off. You've sacrificed the old man with his deeds. Put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. See, we talk about this every time we do a baptism, that the picture of baptism is that, that the old person dies and somebody brand new comes to life, is raised out of the water, a new creation, someone that now the Holy Spirit of the living God is transforming and changing and recreating that individual. Just like Jesus died on the cross, sacrificing himself to defeat sin by paying the consequences on our behalf, you and I are to crucify our humanity, figuratively speaking. Don't go out and start driving nails. But figuratively speaking, that we're supposed to see ourselves like, no, 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 that, that Robert no longer exists. He doesn't exist anymore. He died. And so now I need to just live my life in harmony with my new identity in, in, in Christ. In other words, I, I should resemble him more than the culture around me. Because the Bible says the culture around me is under the sway of the wicked one. The culture around me, the society around me, my friends and neighbors who don't have a relationship with God don't resemble God. No, they, they resemble the evil one. He masquerades as an angel of light, the Bible says. It doesn't always look nasty. You understand? It doesn't always look bad. Sometimes it looks pretty good. Galatians 5.24, those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. What does that mean? What it means is if Again, if he has made you spiritually alive, see, the Bible says you're, you're dead unless your creator gives you life, spiritually speaking. Yeah, you're walking around breathing, and, but that's, that's, not, that's not life. That's existence. It's, it's not everything there is. Only God can impart to us life. And if he hasn't imparted it to you, it's because you haven't, you haven't asked for it or you, or you haven't asked for it with a desire to actually have him be in charge, be in control. And that's the only way he does it because you don't know what you're doing. Apart from him, we don't know what we're doing. 
We need him to teach us. We need him to lead us. And so that's what this means. If, if we're alive in the spirit, then we need to be led by the spirit. If we're alive spiritually, then, well, then we need to live that way. We need to walk that way. We need to behave that way. We need to trust him and follow him. We, we need to start our days asking, oh, God, please, I don't know what I'm doing here. Show me, help me, lead me. Now, now listen, please listen to me, because some of you are saying, it's like, you know, I mean, I, I, I got it pretty much together. Well, then you're really in a mess. <laughs> you are so twisted, you don't even realize that you're twisted. And trust me, I get that. I, I do. Because there's a time, I think, in almost every life where we are under that illusion. I got this thing squared away. I, I, I'm, this is, I'm doing great. Yeah, for now. For now, maybe. But the reality is, if you're living in a manner that, that's in conflict with God's perfect plan for his creation, do you understand that, that God's perfect plan for his creation will be realized? It will be realized. None of us is big enough to interfere with that. All of humanity put together over all of, crea- all of, uh, over all of human history. We're not big enough to interfere with that. God's perfect plan for his creation will be realized. And those who are in or have been in conflict with it, they're just going to be eliminated. That's the message. He loves us so much that, that he stepped into it to, to help us out. To, it's like, okay, you, you're, you're a mess, but I can fix that. You have issues, but I can deal with those. Let me love you, and I will. And those who say no, he leaves the freedom for that. But it means that eventually you'll be eliminated. You see, being one of his children, being alive in him, having, having him put his spirit inside you and, and make you alive, it, it enables you to stop living in disharmony with this plan. It enables you to now begin living a life that's in sync with what he's doing, what he intends to do, not just in you, but in, the, in everything. James 4.4, 4, book of James, chapter 4, verse 4 says, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Hebrews. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer. As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio. Radio.